Hey guys, it's Hussain. And this is my take as a software engineer on bandwidth in general. So uh, I made this video about bandwidth and I talked about the different applications and the usage patterns on my YouTube channel. So I brought this uh, um, video as an audio on the podcast so you can listen while you're commuting, in the gym, anywhere, really. Enjoy, guys. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Bandwidth is measured by how many bits a device is allowed to send or receive in a given second. It ranges from your internal network card all the way to your ISP, the Internet Service Provider Internet Speed, the other plan that you have picked. Right? In this video, we'll discuss the definition of the bandwidth upload versus the download speed, or is it sometimes called the outgoing versus the incoming uh, traffic? The different we're going to discuss the different usage patterns for normal web browsing, streaming, gaming, media production, and the cloud web servers. What do those businesses or different use cases use as download versus upload bandwidth? Okay, and finally, we're going to show you an example, hopefully. With that said, let's just jump into the video. Guys, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Hussein, and in this channel, we discuss all sorts of software engineering videos by example. So if you want to become a better software engineer, consider subscribing and check out the other content in this channel. That said, let's just jump into the video. Here's what we're going to discuss in this video, guys. Okay, so first of all, we're going to discuss the bandwidth definition what is a bandwidth uh, specifically the download versus upload you know when you when you subscribe or your isp with it for frontier verizon anything right and uh, warner uh bros no what is it called warner So we're gonna discuss the download versus upload speed. What is the what is the difference between them? What do they really mean, right? When you, especially when you give a when you take a bet or when you take. A... So the first thing we're gonna discuss, guys, is the bandwidth, download, and upload speed. So what's the difference between the download versus upload, or the incoming versus the outgoing? traffic so we're going to discuss that then we're going to discuss the user pa- user or the usage patterns of these bandwidth so really uh, users have different patterns and each pattern will have different use cases and on, based on that we're going to have different download versus upload uh, bandwidth okay we're going to sh- we're going to finish up with an example and then we're going to summarize the whole thing let's just jump into the video guys so if your ISP, right, so this is like a small setup showing you that uh, here's the internet with a huge mesh network of connected switches and 
uh, computers and this is the server that you for example you want to communicate with and that's you and there's obviously a layer of router here that is obviously you have a lot of devices and and these devices uh, and you have a lot of the devices right uh, obviously you're gonna have a router and you have a lot of devices that sits behind the router and what 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 your ISP will tell you is hey you have let's say a plan of 80 megabit per second download uh, speed or bandwidth so what does that mean so 80 megabit per second means you can download you are allowed to receive specifically right here okay you can allow to receive 80 megabit in a given second and no more than that that's your upper bandwidth and that's it right so that that is equivalent if you just divide by eight a byte is eight bit so that's equivalent to 10 megabyte per second okay a lot of people think of it as like file, downloading a file so right in a given second you can that's the maximum right doesn't mean you have to saturate it but that's the maximum you're allowed to receive okay that's what download bandwidth means okay and this is usually here Okay, the, it really depends on the your your wiring, your cabling here. If you have a fiber connection, you can support more, but the, your ISP essentially throttles you to to only allow. Can you can you think of it like they're squeezing the pipe of things that is uh, coming in your way, so you only receive 80 megabit per second. So if you pay more, if you pay more, essentially you're gonna get more, and then so on. Okay, so. If they told you like, hey, you have one megabit per second upload or outgoing traffic, that means your outgoing traffic you are allowed to send to to uh, to transfer out of your computer, out of your network, this pipe, a total of 125 kilobyte per second. That's a little bit low, but just uh, didn't mind that your use cases essentially so that's the that's how much data is allowed to leave your your network and that's it if they as again if you exceed that things have to wait here packets have to wait and so on same thing with the download if you exceed that there will be some congestion here right uh, on your network and they will the rest of the things will just flow normally okay we're going to talk about congestion in a minute but that's essentially the difference between download Upload or incoming versus outgoing. Okay, so let's talk about the usage patterns, guys. About um, what is really, what are the different users and uh, for the internet essentially. Right? Most users of the internet download far more than they upload. Right? You stream Netflix. You watch Instagram. Right? You just swiping through things. You watch YouTube videos. Right? You browse the web. So. There is a lot of data incoming to you, but not much actually leaving your computer, right? But that actually can differ based on your use case, and that's what we're going to discuss here. So the first use case is normal web browsing. Nobody actually does just that anymore, right? So this is this is essentially yeah, you you make a get request HTTP get request to a site, you the server received it. And then gives you back the index.html, CSS, some JavaScript files, and maybe some images, right? So still, right? So you can see that making a simple get request is a little bit. It's it's it doesn't exceed 
few kilobytes, right? It's just like it's it's, it's maybe it's a 50 kilobytes, right? I don't really know the sizes of that, but it's a very small request, and the download side of this is also relatively small. You're receiving images. I mean, you're not. It depends really if you're browsing high-res images, but essentially most web pages are compressed, so you're going to receive images. You're going to see some text, some HTML, and that's it. Right? So a little bit more download than the upload. So you can see that here, essentially, you a little bit upload, the upload bandwidth, you just a little bit of it, but the download, you need slightly more than your upload, essentially, to receive a decent web browsing. So so that's the idea of web browsing. So that's the usage, okay? So blue is upload, red is download, okay? The second thing is actually interesting, gaming, right? And uh, gaming is, is a very interesting... Uh, uh, usage pattern because it really depends on the game and the implementation the underlying architecture of the game okay and uh if i'm talking about online gaming right guys like uh, fortnite PUBG, uh overwatch these kind of games right and depends really on the architecture of the game how is it implemented some games right uh, there are many approaches to games but i'm just gonna quickly summarize the difference two different approaches of gaming uh, multi-gaming online so there's the server authoritative model where you have let's say five players and what those five players connect to a single server okay and what they do is they all send their input so what does that mean so it's like hey i'm moving upward i'm shooting at a 90 degree angle i am now trying to hit this opponent i am now just jumping i'm so all these are inputs right so all these inputs are received by the server so you can see how how big these inputs are it's just up down like aim there so a little bit it has a little bit of upload right Right, so you're gonna the server receive these, and what the server does is calculate the state, and the state is if if this guy uh, aimed at this guy and starts shooting, so uh, like a player A will basically damage player B. So the new state is player B have seventy percent less health, right? Something like that. Okay, it depends on the damage and all that stuff. And start server start calculating all the state changes. I don't know. Some volcano started to erupt and a player C died because uh, he fell down a ledge, right? Or or player C jumped on and all these things. The state will be calculated and shoved down so all the clients now will start downloading this huge state. It's a big it's big. State changes are essentially big, okay? Not that big, but it is, it is large, as you can see, right? Depends on the game. Some games send the full state down. Some games just send the changes, okay? But you can see there are, there are some changes. So you need a little bit upload, a little bit more download speed. Some games are more efficient using the lockstep approach model where all of the uh, all of these uh, clients will only send inputs, but guess what? The server just, just wait receive all the inputs from all the players and then collect all of them and just shove all the input back to the client so it says you you send uh, you send one input the client sends another input and all of this will grouped and then will be the, the group of input will be pushed down the client 
So the client actually essentially calculate the state of, of the game, right? Instead of the server calculating state. So you can see that the upload or downloads now is a little bit less, right? Compared to the first approach. So it really depends on the gaming. But essentially, that's what I thought. I thought, is again, the, all of these things are just made up. I, I just... I just based on my research, my personal research, I think this is this is most what gaming really needs most of the time. Obviously, I could be wrong based on the game, right? So upload you you need a decent upload speed, especially like if, if, if games have like cloud save, you need more upload because you're uploading your save files uh, to the server. So you need more upload speed uh, for that case. But essentially, upload you need decent upload, a little bit more download. Okay, but far more than web browsing. Okay, streaming is another case, guys. We all stream, we all watch Netflix, we all watch uh, Amazon Prime, correct? So, what happens with streaming is again, it's a similar concept. You establish a connection and then you send a request to the services Hey, server, please, I want to watch The Office episode 9, okay, of season 2, okay? And, uh, this will essentially be, I would, I would imagine each episode will have an ID and that the server, the client, which is your TV maybe, or a PlayStation, will send, the Netflix client will send a request, which is a very tiny ID, could be a 64-bit, and it'll send that to the server, and the server will respond with a huge stream of data, okay, just incoming data, okay, just coming to you. Obviously, there was some congestion control uh, that is uh, implemented by the server, so that you don't get flooded and you don't break the internet as a result. But as a, as in general, streaming, a little bit of upload, a lot of download, right? So that's the idea. Okay, you need still uploading because you you, you need to be con con constant communication with a server, telling it, "Hey, I'm still alive. I'm still watching." You know the, how Netflix says, "Are you still watching?" Duh! I'm still watching. Okay, because it tells you like if if nobody is really doing any active and you're just playing the next episode after the other, then this person will just say, "Okay, should I continue streaming or are you really watching this thing?" Right. So there's a lot of communication going on. Media production. Okay, so if you run running like a media production or a YouTube channel, for example. And like me, for example, take me an example. I'm, 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 I would call myself a YouTuber, right? I have a full-time job already, but I do YouTube really, I upload once a week. And that said, I cannot, I don't have bandwidth, bandwidth. <laughs> I don't have bandwidth to actually upload every day, right? Uh, so I don't care if I have like 50 megabit per second upload internet, like uh, front end. that's what I have. And that's, you know, for me, because... I can upload my five uh, gigab uh, gigabyte video file every week, and it's gonna take one hour or forty minutes to upload. I'm happy because I'm gonna upload it and then come later and then just uh, do my thing and edit and all that stuff, right? I'm fine. But people like like channels like T Series or or Linus Media Group, like those guys, right? They have. I don't know, seven channels, and each channel they do upload like five videos a day, and each video is like, I don't, I don't know, 200 gig of data, 4K. So those guys cannot afford to wait, right? So if they upload, they better finish their upload in four, four minutes or five minutes. 
because they're queuing a lot of data upload so their upload speed is far more than their download speed okay obviously i just put it very almost equal to the upload speed because those guys still need to watch videos right okay but if you're a media company right media production company you need a lot of upload space essentially and finally web servers or or the cloud provider so we talked about netflix and streaming right so streaming on this other end right you're sending a little bit of data but you're downloading a huge amount of data and netflix which is running on amazon by the way okay it is exactly flipped guys those guys upload a lot of data because the outgoing traffic from netflix from amazon servers to you is a lot right because they are just uploading 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 it's just they keep the the maybe uploading is not right war here but the outgoing uh, bandwidth is so big for this download is a little bit i i, I hesitated to be to make it a little bit smaller than that but i i believe it's much more smaller than that essentially right because and uh, the download the incoming traffic is not much especially for external i'm, I'm talking about external uh, services right i'm not talking about the internal cloud provider because yes and in, internally in the cloud there is you know s3 and you're just saving uh, there is a lot of microservices chatting with each other so i would imagine the down the incoming and outgoing a little bit maybe it's a similar okay again guys if you if you're if you know more than this please feel free to correct me in the comment section i would love to right have a just discussion and and this is really good right to have discussion okay uh, but that's what what I, that's why i personally think uh, the usage patterns are uh let's talk about an example guys here and uh this is uh, this is we're gonna end the video hopefully so let's say i have an 80 megabit per second download which is like around 10 megabyte per second uh right so and the upload is 125 kilobyte per second that's a little bit low right but let's say your server that you're communicating with is has like a whopping 80 gigabit per second download which if you divide by eight it's around 10 gigabyte per second okay and the upload speed is 80 gigabit per second so what you would think is let's say i am going to uh, make a get request okay to download not a stream i want to explain streaming is a little bit different i want to actually do a, an old uh, an old school download of a file right okay and let's say this file is around 60 gigabyte file right so I'm, i don't know what i'm downloading maybe a movie it could be anything else right 60 gigabyte if you do the math this server have the file and since it receives a request to download this file it is really a request to upload right so the server is going to upload it's gonna send this data okay so what is the upload speed of the server the upload speed is the blue one right it is 10 gigabyte per second so the server can theoretically send this data in six seconds correct 10 10 10 10 each second 10 gigabyte poof 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 six times six seconds and that's it it's done okay right it's gonna take six seconds for the server to just boof, boof, slam through all of this. Obviously, there's some latency is gonna be here, all right? And it's gonna get stuck in the ISP, and this ISP says, wait a second, this guy 
whatever is going through it, this guy doesn't have a 10 gigabyte per second bandwidth. So hold your horses, all right? So it's going to take this guy to download this whopping 60 gigabyte 1.5 hours to download all this data, okay? Because if you do the math, 10 megabyte, I think I did the math right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's going to take you 1.5 hours to download this thing. Okay, now, before you scream at me, I know this is not how the internet works, right? If we did this in real life, the internet will shut down immediately because this, oops, this right here, guys, it will become the 405 at 2 p.m. at a workday. And if any of you have been to Los Angeles, you know what I'm talking about. The traffic here will be insane, guys, because all of these packets that's been sent, the poor ISP or even the internet will, will, will clog all the pipes all here because this guy is not processing this request fast enough. They can't possibly process 60 gigabyte per second, right? So this, assuming we're you, if you're using TCP, to establish this connection, TCP have a beautiful feature called congestion. Let me pronounce it right. Congestion control, right? I'm gonna I told I'm gonna reference a video here. TCP versus UDP. We talked about the benefits versus pros and cons versus TCP and UDP, right? You, TCP really smart protocol. It sends it it, it tests the receiver. It says okay, I can listen to you. I don't know. Take this one meg. Just let me taste you a little bit, okay? And then the server will just like, and still will wait, okay? Uh, oh, you're good. You you really ate that one megabit in less than a second. Okay, I'm gonna increase that thing. You're gonna start sending more and more and more and more until the server start. The receiver angle says, "Ooh, oh, this guy starts to slow down. I better not send all this traffic." Okay, I'll better wait. The server will just wait. So it will not theoretically be six seconds to send all this data. The server will wait until the, it receives acknowledgement from the, uh, from the receiver, which is you, that you actually receive this fast enough. So it will, it will essentially implement this uh, uh, traffic control or, or you can say traffic management or congestion control right so it will start to just a little bit stream some of this data that's why streaming came into the picture because streaming chops down the the data into smaller manageable bytes that you just can stream on demand okay so that's the how tcp works if you're using udp then it's it's the wild west udp doesn't have congestion control then this scenario is accurate because if you're using UDP and you have an open UDP here, I mean, God be with you, right? And a lot of people, companies just block UDP because of this congestion control, right? You cannot shove this data because the, the, the ISPs will just die and the internet will just die if you keep using UDP and streaming a lot of data, okay? Because UDP doesn't wait. It was just, hey, my bandwidth is good. We'll just run with it. We'll just upload or just send the 60 gigabit all over okay and we talked about udb and tcp i'm not gonna talk more about it 
Okay. All right, guys. Hope that makes sense, right, guys? So a little bit changed. So this don't take these numbers seriously, right? But you, I hope you get have an idea of how bandwidth going outgoing and incoming bandwidth were. And if I say something wrong, please correct me. And that I would love to be corrected if I if I said anything wrong. Okay, I'd love to hear from it. I am a software engineer at the end, right? If there are network engineer out there, they says, okay, what is this guy talking about? Oh, it's bullshit, right? So I'd love to be corrected, okay? But that's my experience as a software engineer, 20 years experience, <laughs> right? Bandwidth, download, and upload speed. So that's the summary. That's what we're going to discuss. Let's go through it a little bit quick, okay? Bandwidth, download, we talked about the download versus upload. What's the difference between this? There's the incoming traffic versus the outgoing traffic. We talked about the usage pattern. We talked about web browsing, gaming, streaming, media production, and cloud providers. And what is the usage patterns of the bandwidth for all of these guys? We talked about an example here. And finally, we summarized the whole thing. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, give it a like and share it with your friends and maybe subscribe, right? And hit that notification bell if you are interested to see more of these software engineering videos, dive in, all right? I'm going to see you in the next one. Check out the other content of the channel. I can see you in the next one, guys. You guys stay awesome. Bye.